The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. But winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Fear and answer. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tear. So, in all fairness, I didn't bring, I, I didn't grab a pre-workout before our post, so I will be Hold the it. calmer one. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, today is January 6th. And Whew. if you Wait. made it through today, congratulations. You didn't get your daily dose of fuckery. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, we got something we got to say to everybody. All you deplorables listening. Happy Insurrection Day. Nope. <laughs> I keep seeing those posts. I'm like, but it wasn't an insurrection, damn it. No, no. listen. I'm, I'm with Tim Pool. Tim Pool is calling it Freedom Day. It is Hell the, yeah! It was the end of a hundred-day siege against the Capitol from Black Lives Matter and Antifa. It was the end of it. So I say we celebrate it as Happy Freedom Day, everyone. And uh, let's not let them paint us into a box. It's bad enough we already got dickheads like Ted Cruz who decide that they want to sit here and back the narrative that it was a domestic terrorist attack. Here, if you don't believe me, let's hear it from the man's own words himself. Uh, We are approaching a solemn anniversary this week, uh, and it is an anniversary of a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. It is a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. Why would he say that? Hmm, how interesting. Wait. Hey, 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 I'm going to steal a line from that guy, and I can never remember his name on TikTok. But I love his videos because he always goes, where that same energy at? Right. Where's that same energy on, on BLM for over 100, how long? Uh, over 100 days. And not yeah. even just the yeah. Capitol. I it mean, was, think about months yeah, before that. the riots that started with George Floyd that just kept going. So... Before I sit here and play Biden and Kamala's statements from the Shits and Giggles administration, Hmm. I want to go over some history because I think it's important. I have heard over and over and over and over again the worst attack on the Capitol since 1812. Blah, 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 blah. So let's go over some history, shall we? These are in no particular order. Oh, and by the way, just remember that the people that were uh, that are being tortured after being uh, not brought before trial and held indefinitely because they have a political fucking axe to grind. You people from January 6th who got arrested and are still in jail, you have my respect and know that there are people who are keeping watch. 
I just want to remind everybody that not a single person there has been charged with insurrection or domestic terrorism. So y'all can fuck off. But let's do some history. July 2nd, 1915, there was an explosion in the wing of the Senate. Somebody had planted a bomb. 1954, five congressmen were wounded when shooters were in the visitor area overlooking the Senate. March 1st, 1971, a bomb exploded out of protest from the Vietnam War. November 7th, 1983, a bomb explodes on the second floor of the Congressional Building. Pipe bombs were found on the morning of January 6th at both the RNC and the DNC. And surprisingly, we have no suspects. We have no, we, we have no motive. They just found them and we brush it over. And I won't even go to the Nevada shooter, but because that's a whole different realm. Boy, that has been memory hold. Even I forgot about that right. one. How about October 2018? Where people had to be escorted for rioting during the Kavanaugh hearing. How about the summer of love in 2020 where Trump and his family were rushed to a bunker as people charged the fences at the White House? 60 Secret Service people were injured and 11 of them had to be hospitalized. July 24th, 1998. Two officers are killed at the U.S. Capitol when a Gunman runs inside. He was later shot. Uh, so that's three deaths, which already has more people dead than... Uh, anyhow, so we'll go back to the Summer of Love in 2020. Church, across the street from the White House, it, they tried to burn it down. And a guardhouse was actually burned to the ground. Yet, these are not as bad as one person getting killed on January 6th. Murdered. Murdered. Okay? I I'm going to call it what it is. Walks up behind her, shoots her in the back of the head, and runs away. Uh, she was surrounded by police officers. That's not what happened, but okay. Well, I mean, that's what the video shows. No, Did you not the see guy, the new video released? Yes, I have. And I have a breakdown. It's like 25 minutes long, but I can't upload it on our on our plat, uh, on our little streaming platform where we keep our clips because it's too fucking long. But you can see the guy that shot her on the other side of the glass as he waited her to come in. She did not get shot in the head. Well, I said in the bag. I meant she was shot from behind. No, she was not. She was shot in the front. Oh, my God. If we want to get into the semantics of it, we can do that. But I'm still going to stand by my statement. An unarmed woman We're shot. Good. All right. Trump so. supporter shot. One person that was shot as a, the one person that was killed as a direct result of this <laughs> insurrection. Yeah. Oh, wait. Was hold one on. of ours. Hold on. Now, let's listen to Biden's take on January 6th. And See if you can find the lie, other than the fact that he opens his mouth. Ready? Here we go. As police were assaulted, lives at risk, the nation's capital under siege. This wasn't a group of tourists. This was an armed insurrection. 
They weren't looking to uphold the will of the people. They were looking to deny the will of the people. They were looking to uphold, they weren't looking to uphold a free and fair election. They were looking to overturn one. They were looking to save the cause of America. They were looking to subvert the Constitution. An armed insurrection. So, uh, Mr. Tear, how many people had weapons on January 6th that were protesters? None that I was aware of. None. None. And yet the President of the United States said that uh, we're the problem. Well, we are. But hey, hey. <clears throat> conservative and patriots, you all are like me on TikTok. Everybody blames you for shit. <laughs> I mean, of course they're going to because if you can focus on this and you can focus on the fact that the group of people actually decided to finally fucking do something and they showed up at your doorstep. They didn't go out and burn cities. They didn't go out and attack random people. They came to the fucking doorstep and went, hey, ding dong, I'm here. Now catch me outside. Now. If it wasn't enough that they were lying to you, now I made a video, so I don't know where the clip of this one actually cuts off, so you're just going to have to listen to the whole minute of it. This is Kamala Harris. And look at what she compares it to. Fellow Americans, good morning. Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them, where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. The president of the United States is fucking lying. The truth is, I think this whole administration has completely lost their fucking minds, and I think we're all gonna die. Ah, oh, oh yes, that was the short one. All right, so yeah, December seventh, nineteen forty-one, nine eleven, two thousand one. You know what I find is humorous. There, she talks about democracy being attacked. She forgot uh, Benghazi. I wonder if there's a political bent to the way that she's saying what she's saying. Yeah, it's amazing that happens. But if you think that the stupidity ended there, allow <laughs> me to introduce you to a man by the name of Ted Cruz, who decided that instead of standing strong, decided that he was going to sit here and read the same narrative that Merrick Garland gave him to read, those talking points that he could keep his committees and can, be, and can keep his powers. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, I, I, I like Ted Cruz, but there are some things that he's just absolutely fucking wrong about. The fact that this was a domestic terror attack is one of them. The fact that this was an insurrection was another one. The fact that this was a coup is one of them. But if you don't believe me, again, here's Ted Cruz. Uh, we are approaching a solemn anniversary this week. Uh, and it is an anniversary of a violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. 
A violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. Yet no one has been arrested for that uh, terrorist attack. Interesting how that works, isn't it? Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. Everybody can hate me for saying it, but Ted Cruz, you duplicitous bastard. Look, I get that sometimes, and I agree with Balder, that sometimes we can be a little picky, right? That we can sit here and as conservatives, we can go, there are things that I like and I don't like about a politician. And usually the good outweighs the bad, sometimes. Like, when people went after Trump because Trump was pro-vaccine. Trump has always been pro-vaccine. To attack him for that is bullshit. Now, for him to sit here and go, I can't really go against Biden because Biden gave me all that praise about the vaccine. Now, that is a valid criticism. Or I, or the fact that he's okay with vaccine mandates. Yeah, or the fact that he's okay with vaccine mandates while at the same time talking out the other side of his mouth that says that it should be a choice. It can be one or the other. It cannot be both. And you do know, you think that doesn't fucking matter? Just understand that France, just non-citizen 5 million people. It just passed. Well, let, me, let me point something out here. Like, you posted a comment to me. I want to go back to the Trump thing for just a second. You posted something, and I narrated it and put it on, on TikTok, but there was one line in that whole thing that, that just sat with me. Trump had a chance to cross his Rubicon. And he fucking blew it. Yep. But do you know what's funny about that? As much as the left gives Trump shit, and as much as other people give Trump shit, do you realize that if the election was held today, or as of last week, right, that Trump would beat Biden by 46 to 41%? Hands down. So after everybody has sit here and said that Trump is responsible for this insurrection, that means that the majority of Americans agree with a violent coup and insurrection, using the left's narrative, right, than they do Joe Biden. Did you see the article that came out last month that I sit here and I posted that said mm-hmm. that we have reached a point where Greater than one-third of Americans believe that we should be able to inflict violence on the government. Let that sink in. One-third of Americans have now decided that it's okay to overturn this government. Only 19% are vehemently opposed to violence against the government. Holy shit! Right? (laughs) Damn. <laughs> Damn. I, uh, I think the biggest was one of the when one of my friends, who is the biggest liberal I know, walks up to me randomly. Now, this person hates my guts when it comes to politics. Everything else we're kind of like, oh, whatever, I'll just deal with you. Hates my guts when it comes to politics. Walks up, gives me a hug, and goes, I am so sorry. We elected a pedophile madman. <laughs> I was like, Yep, there we go. So, people, why are we mad at Ted Cruz? Now, I get it. Balder was right when he said, hey, you know, maybe we should just hear and get the whole story, and maybe there was stuff that he's seeing that we're not seeing. I get it. I disagree with it, but I get it. But let's let's look here. Let's look here at 
statements like that and getting people to accept the narrative that it was a violent spread. And now I have four headlines that I'm going to say in rapid succession. Oh, and, then, and then we can cover each of them, right? All right, first one, ready? From Yahoo News. The nope. Department of Homeland Security, FBI, are tracking online posts promoting a violent, uh, promoting a violent reunion for January sixth. Then we have from OA, OANN, January sixth committee seeks to span government authority to spy on citizens. Then we have GOP pressures Biden administration over the torture of January sixth detainees. And then finally, at USA Today, Merrick Garland pledges pursuit of January six suspects at any level. Do you not understand? Do you not understand why? Do you understand? Do you understand why it's important to sit here and call out everybody who's going along with the narrative? Everybody, every single swinging dick. Because they are coming after you. They are going to find something. When they, you, it's fine if you want to sit stick your head in the sand and realize that, ah, oh, they're just going after the January 6th people. Let, but let's be, let's be abundantly fucking clear and not beat around the bush. Last year in 2021, in 2021, they sit here and they told you that January 6th were all these domestic terrorists and insurgencies and the media bought up with it and they followed it along and they did this. And then they just gently pushed, gently pushed you back farther and farther until in August, parents who spoke, or October, September, anyhow, that the later part of 2020. It was August. It was. Uh... They sit here and they arrested a man because he went and protested the trans bathroom, got arrested because that trans boy sit here and raped his daughter. And he didn't think that that was fair. And because of the policy, intentionally put her in danger. And they arrested him. Then we got to the point where anybody who spoke out, any parent who spoke out about CRT is a racist and a domestic terrorist. So much so that the FBI started arresting people. Tracking them down. And people just continue to take it and take it and take it. They sit here and they have changed the narrative so much. They have changed this narrative so much that now parents who care about what their parent, what their children, their own children learn, is, are now domestic terrorists. So if you wonder why we react so violently, why we complain... I'm going to play that Jordan Peterson clip. What do you think? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, so, no. Full, wait, wait. <clears throat> Full fucking send. Now, the second part of it is uh, German? I believe German. so. And I will try to read it as oh, with the transition, but I want you to pay attention to what they say about pushing you just a little bit. I'll pause it and read the German if I have to gift to terrible places one tiny step at a time and before you know it you're going to be back three miles from where you started and you'll have done it one step at a time and then you'll go oh how did i get here well i pushed you a little farther than you should have gone and you agree so now we're at the german 
And I'm going to pause it and read it to you as we go. I hope we will wake up. That we realize that this is a collective psychosis. But most importantly, I hope that we realize that with the hysteria about this, Chinese flu is a pretext and infrastructure has been built that can be used against us at any moment. Due to any occurrence, lockdowns, mass social distancing, no more traveling, no handshakes, ridiculous experimental jabs. This COVID space has been a practice to train obedience globalist plans can be carried out and the next step progresses to massive population total control can be taken. Let that sink in. I don't want to. That's scary. Because it's true. And it's so easy at this point. Right? It is so easy. At this point, they are so used to having the, the, the having daddy government tell them exactly what to fucking do. And they just, they don't say anything. Anybody who sticks their head up gets hammered back down. And they're so used to it, they're willing to do anything. Well, do you know who Michael Malice is? Not off the top of my head. Michael Malice is a uh, podcaster, but he's also, he, he does, a, he has a lot of profound statements. Let me, let me find the one that. You need to pay attention to. If you ever doubt, ever doubt that this statement is true, I want you to think about Ruby Ridge. I want you to think about Waco. I want you to think about the nations around the country right now. The nations right now that sit here and have acquiesced to everything that the government has said. Here's what he said. Ready? There is no law so obscene that the police would not be willing to enforce it, up to and including the mass extinction of innocent children. Let that sink in. And if you doubt that, allow me to introduce you to the people who got arrested, their children bullied and harassed because they simply did not have a COVID-19 vaccine. In Israel right now, if you go into a McDonald's, a fucking McDonald's to order food, the very first question that it asks you, do you have a green pass? For those of you who do not know, the green pass is the uh, the green pass is the COVID pass uh, for us. And if you say no, it shuts down. You cannot order food. The Australian government has literally, the Northwest Territories literally just came out and said that if... You are vaccinated, nothing changes. If you are unvaccinated, you are now stuck in your house. As a matter of fact, they're rewarding people to turn you in. You can leave your house for only three reasons. No longer five, three. Food. Medical aid and providing services for somebody who can't help themselves. Work is no longer an option. And exercise is no longer an option. You're in your house permanently, can we, and if you can leave, we? you're subject to a fine and arrest. Now, here's the tricky part. People are going to say, oh, 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 it's not really an internment camp. They're only bringing new people in, or they're not actually being arrested because they're not vaccinated. No, they're being arrested, and this is the dirty little secret, the way that they word it, right? Is that they sit here and they tell you that you're unvaccinated. So you violated a health ordinance. And that is why you're arrested. 
violation of a health ordinance. It's not because you're unvaccinated. It's not because you're unvaccinated. Well, how did you violate the health ordinance? By being unvaccinated. See, that's the little twisting that they do. That's why when I hear people like Ted Cruz who say, go, well, I'm just going along with the narrative so I can keep my positions. And I would love to interview Ted Cruz because I want to know what the fuck is going on in his head. However, he'd never do that. One, we're not big enough. And two, I don't think he has the balls to have somebody who has no political agenda or friends in the fucking swamp that we don't give a fuck who we piss off. I'm just saying. But this is why I get upset. Because you have people who change just a little narrative. Just a little bit. Just a little twist of one or two words to mean the exact same thing and then prove against it. And while we see here and... uh. We bitch about January 6th, an incident that killed one person, two if you count the cop who died of a heart attack the next day uh, due to a stroke. Unrelated reasons, that's been verified. If you sit here and want to realize that the House, the, the Senate, and the House members were never in any danger because Trump has fully admitted now that there were snipers. With orders to shoot to kill. Within that, on those grounds, he came out and admitted it. That he was willing to kill Trump supporters, his own supporters, for the protection of the state. Let that sink in. Right? He has admitted that. Well, the, the fact that we're, we're so focused on January 6th and in fucking Kazakhstan... The Russian paratroopers, oh, I'm sorry, hold on, let me use their official RT name. <coughs> the CS, or CTS, CST, anyhow, peacekeepers have arrived on the ground and have started opening fire with live rounds on the protesters. <laughs> their <Wow>. version. <laughs> I, okay, can we can we talk about the the paradox or the that is well no it's more an oxymoron, the oxymoron that is Russian peacekeepers. <laughs> their version of peacekeepers is there's nobody left to fight. We have found a peace. Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> they all just start shooting. Wait, wait, wait. It's just in. They are no longer referring to the protesters as protesters. Guess what now, they are now. Insurrectionists, rebels, insurrectionists, and domestic terrorists, or terrorists because they refuse to call them native. They are now foreign terrorists. Let that sink in. That narrative, literally, of what happened to them, literally is what happened to the people of January 6th. Now, don't get me wrong, there were dirty people in fucking January 6th. There were people who went in there and did. <laughs> Dumb shit. There were people who went in there and broke signs. They sit here and stole the podium. Who fucking busted windows. I get it. And I understand why a lot of people don't want to sit here and go full fucking send. But guess what? Those people are pussies. Just saying. If you did what you were there to do in an effort of furthering freedom, I have your back. But you don't sit here and get to claim that you were in it for freedom and then sit here and talk about how it was actually a terrorist attack and you regret doing it and if it happened, you wouldn't do it again, that kind of stuff. We need to be unified. There's no, but here's the problem. There's no unifying with these morons. 
No, 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 no. I'm not talking about unification with anybody other than our own people. Yeah, but half of them are stupid, too. I get it. Like, I am past the point of, you know, where back in early 2021, we used to have hours and hours and hour long debates about coming together and joining with the other side. And I told you that it, it hurt me, but I appreciate the fact that you called out, called me out on not my bullshit, but on the realities that I would like to sugarcoat where I would say, Oh, there's a possibility that we can commune on a human level. No, I don't think there is. You were right. And I admitted it and it hurt my heart because I never want to give up that hope. But on the same note, can I point something else out? Yeah. Thank you. Even though I was right, I want to thank you for reminding me to stay human. Right. I'm I'm a hard person to get along with. I just call it as I see it, and I call bullshit where it is. You like to look for the best in, in people, and that keeps me it keeps me sane and keeps me hoping. Right. But I don't ever change that. But I'll tell you the the when when you agreed with me. I was shocked because I was absolutely hoping you could convince me otherwise. Well, let's put it this way. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I listened to a Tim Pool interview. He says, there is no there is no coming together. Tim Pool says that. And I know everybody makes fun of Tim Pool because he screams, you know, civil war, civil war, civil war, you know, all between these things. And it's, technically, it's, it wouldn't be a civil war, but... And he's noticing the fact that as you chase the unvaccinated people into free areas, the ideological divide becomes a geographical divide. And that is where bad things happen. But more importantly, he sit here and he says, I don't think that we're going to be at a point in the near foreseeable future where an Antifa or BLM member will go up to a proud boy member and be able to shake hands and go we agree on this and the government is fucked up and we need to make a change i think that the hate is so ingrained in people at this point that they are willing to sit here and as long as their side wins they would rather burn they would rather burn it down to the ground than work together and that that scares me that is the danger of othering people yeah. That is the danger of blindly following any ideology. Like, look, uh, you're going to find out on more times than one. Like, I made a mistake earlier in the podcast. We're human. We don't have all the information. But our track record is pretty damn spot on. And even if we are right 100% of the time, I would never want anyone to just blindly follow. Because that is the most dangerous kind of individual. Any person that blindly follows any ideology... This, be it religion, be it politics, be it anything, if you blindly follow, you are willing to do unspeakable acts just to protect your ideology. And you'll do it because you gave up your agency and you will just be a good little soldier. I was just following orders. It's amazing how that works, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, you're the one that taught me that. (laughs) But, all right. So... I want to address something. Have you ever scrolled through TikTok? 
Have you ever scrolled through TikTok and you just saw something that when you see it just makes you want to scratch your head? <laughs> I had one of those earlier. I got a TikTok banned from it. I get it. So there are people. <clears throat> there are people who want to sound smart. So they use big words and then and then they misconstrue the definition like they skip words and it drives me like i don't give a fuck where your stand is but if you're going to use a oxford definition then use every fucking word in the oxford definition for example if you're going to look up the word fucking paradox then you need to not pick and choose just one definition and if you do because there's multiple but if you do don't skip over the word that's here and will undo your entire argument and the word I'm talking about is seems motherfucker seems which means it is not a true or a fact it is or a truth or a lie that it could go either way but oh no, so many people are so fucking star-spangled motherfucking awesome that they think that they're beyond reproach. So, here, uh, I have a graphic that I'm going to read off of because I know that big words can scare people and block words can scare people. So here's where we're <laughs> going to go with this. Ready? <laughs> Definition of a paradox. Now pay attention, I'm going to highlight the word fucking seems. Ready? So, so that you don't skip it. Right? A paradox is a form of a figure of speech which, when heard or read, can seem to be completely self-contradicting, which means it not is or is not, but that it could lead that way, all right? So, the phrase may be contrary to what is expected in the situation and can lead to a conclusion which is not logically acceptable conclusion. All right, that's fine. But that's one. Here, let's do the other ones just for the fun of it, right? The statement may appear to be silly, but in reality contains a truth which seems unreasonable. And now let's do the third one. When used as a literally uh, a literary device, paradox can express an idea which is not in line with a traditional concept. You know, like the fucking word cult. <laughs> It is regularly used to have the reader or listener think in a more creative way. For example, I'm sure because you're a conservative that you have read the book Animal Farm. Let me give you the definition of paradox in a literary sense. The animals were all equal, but some were more equal than others. Allow me to use some real-life examples in case you haven't ever read a fucking book. Let's use some, shall we? He is nobody. Your enemy's friend is your enemy. Boy, all of these seem to like, be perfectly lined for the topic that I'm discussing. <laughs> he is a wise fool. The truth is honey, which is bitter. I can resist all things apart from temptation. I always lie. It is weird to not be weird. So, these are examples of paradoxes. Now, let me put on my philosophy hat, because I'm about to break some shit down for you. 
In a paradox, life is a motherfucking paradox. The only people, only people that believe that life is binary one way or the other are tyrants, political zealots, mentally handicapped people who do not have the ability to lie, and fucking psychopaths. So if you accuse somebody of being a paradox, congratulations, you've called them motherfucking human. But if you think you're better than that, which category do you fit in? Are you a tyrant? Are you a politically motivated zealot? Are you mentally handicapped? Or a fucking psychopath? Which one? Because I know which category I fit in. Just saying. Okay, rant over. Life is a fucking paradox. Holy shit. You know, I go off on a rant and I go for somebody's soul, right? I just go straight to whatever they fucked up on and I go. You, on the other hand, go, hey, everything else is fucked up, but I'm just going to deal with this one word. (laughs) And I'm going to blast you with it. No, see, this is what pissed me off, is that people want to sit here and go, well, he did this, but then he said this. Yeah, welcome to fucking life, bitches. The life world consists of shades of gray. And, and, two facts can be true at the same time. For example... You people who sit here and want to stand on your fucking soapbox and scream about all lives matter or black lives matter, and but at the same time, blue lives matter. Uh, and then the other side says, well, if you support blue lives, then you, then you believe that Derek Chauvin is innocent of the George Floyd thing. Or you believe that, listen, two truths can be true at the same time. I can support the blue and hate dumb fuckers who sit here and kill somebody. Like the guy who shot the the guy in the wheelchair nine times in the back. Ooh, I'm still angry about that one. Look, but- I can support the blue and hate that motherfucker. They do not contradict each other. Yes, it is a paradox. It is a paradox for the same people who sit here and go, I believe that chet- that that pedophiles are a bad thing, but I don't want to see them dead. I'm not in that camp, but that's an argument I heard earlier. Just saying, I don't agree with that. Look, I am the psychopath. I do see things in black and white. So, <laughs> Isn't it? It, it wouldn't be better to say, nah, nah, here, here we are, we're just conversating here. Well, wouldn't a better word be a false dichotomy? Yeah. And I think people don't realize that Like, you have people that, you know, you have the paradox, a paradoxical statement. That's just absolutely it, it is wrong. It seems, but it is, you know, it, it seems like it's intelligent, but a false dichotomy is something that, um, well, it's a, it's a fallacy based on a premise erroneously limits the options that are available. It's like, Hey, look, you either like red or blue. No other colors exist. Yeah, yeah, that would be a false dichotomy. Well, then, white lives matter, but so do blue lives. Right, but at the same time, a paradox uses binary logic thinking, which is what people are trapped in. Let me me ask you this, then. I'm going to get in trouble, okay? Okay. (laughs) Na, 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 na. I'm going to start a fight. All right, here we go. If black lives matter, then why is 
the fact that black abortions uh, are the majority of all abortions. 70%. Do you realize that a, a, a baby, a black baby in the womb in New York City is in the, is in the most dangerous place it will ever be in its entire life? Is in the womb? I could see that. They abort 60 to 70%, depending on the year you look at this study, of, of black babies are aborted. Which means the most dangerous place for a, for a black fetus is in a black womb. Let that sink in. Damn. And, and that's not even, uh, that's just calling out the facts as they are. I mean, everybody's going to say that we're racist or whatever, but. Oh, wait, 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 here, here. You got to piss off the, you got to piss off the minority. I get to piss off the Christians. Ready? Okay. Ready? Uh, here we go. Uh, do you know that 60% of abortions that are that are performed in the United States come from Christian women? <laughs> Straight for the throat. No mercy. Just go. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be on the abortion topic, I might as well hit below the belt. <laughs> hit below the belt? Dude, you <laughs> spring-loaded catapult to the nuts. Wow. But it's true, and that, that's a sad, sad fact. But oh, no, wait, back... wait, wait. I got another number. Ready? Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. 70% of all multiple abortions are from Christian women. How's that? That. You want me to explain it to you? Arizona yeah, State... I'm going to need somebody to make it make sense, because that just broke my brain a second there. There's a... There's a uh, theological seminary in Arizona, and they put out statistics. Right? They they went, they go, and they interview a bunch of Christians from all across the nation and stuff like that. Do you know? You're gonna love this part. Ready? Between okay. seventy and eighty percent of Americans uh, classify themselves as Christian. Right? Okay. Okay. So of that, we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to look at a very specific set of numbers, right? All right. That that 70 to 80%, right? 4% believe in the infallibility of Scripture. 4% believe that they need to sit here and follow a biblical lifestyle, the way that it was originally written. 6% believe... Uh, the Bible's definition of morals. Six. Let that sink in. So when people sit here and say, I said a prayer when I was eight years old, and I'm saved, and then numbers like that come out, tell me that that prayer didn't mean dick to you. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Boy, we are just trying to we're just trying to piss everybody I'm off piss tonight, aren't we? Everybody off. I I I <clears throat> if you tell me to believe the science, we're gonna hit the vaxxers right now. My family included. If you're gonna tell me to follow the science, then and that silence is uh, that science is infallible, then explain to me how a couple bacteria on Mars it's considered life, but it's not life on Earth for a baby. But the second thing is, how in the world can you say that science is infallible 
when the whole premise of science is to question and ask why. Question what, everything. why, how? Well, see, what happened is that X-Files came out and it said question everything was their theme song. And science went, I want to be associated with the conspiracy theorists. So now it's not, don't question anything, everything that a scientist says we're supposed to believe. Except for the Tuskegee experiment. Except for uh, doctors recommending certain brands of cigarettes. Except for thalidomide and the children of thalidomide. Go look that one up. Except no. for... Uh, hold on, hold on a second. The last time I went down one of those rabbit holes that you sent me down, I disappeared for three days. Okay. And I still have questions... And I still worry about some things I didn't think I had to worry about before. So, guys, if he tells you to look something up, discover thy own fate. <laughs> but it's going to be worth it. The children of thalidomide, they created a chemical that was good for humans to consume. However, what they found out was that there was an adverse reaction to fetuses. That is why you had an entire generation or a a huge uptick in children born with stunted appendages, missing arms, missing legs. That was all caused by thalidomide. Just let that sink in. Now, using that same logic pattern, right? Stick with me, Freddy. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. You can get vaccinated when you're pregnant. And then we get an article that came out two weeks ago that said that children that are born today suffer a greater than usual uh, chance of heart disease. And instead of saying, hey, maybe those two are connected, no, let's blame it on fucking climate change. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I remember that now. But they were blaming it on climate change. How? How are you going to blame this on climate change and not the chemical you you are basically pumping into everyone? And how are people stupid enough to believe it? You know, they actually are saying that uh, you can get PTSD from climate change now. If I could snowed in Texas, apparently they've all got PTSD now. No, no, no. I believe that somebody in Texas who's not used to seeing snow and they fucking almost die because of a snowstorm. I believe that those motherfuckers actually have PTSD. The one that drives me crazy is the PPSD. Post pandemic. I mean, pandemic. I mean, pandemic. There we go. Yeah. Ever since you sent me that, the the five-year-old. I heard, I heard a five-year-old say, I hate this pandemic. I can't hear it any other way now. No, I think I think we've all been saying it wrong at this point. Yeah, nobody can convince me otherwise. It's like your yeah. canon with Betty White that she decided yeah. to take down 2021. It's a plan-damn-it! <laughs> yeah, plan-damn-it! So... I still can't get over. I still can't get over the whole thing. Like, I, I get Kazakhstan. I get what's going on over there. That's kind of just par for the course when it comes to the the Eastern Bloc. But listening to France literally remove the right of citizenship from people. Wait, I'm not done with Kazakhstan quite yet. Oh, I'm not either. I just, I just, 
wanted to point out that there are five million people that are suddenly not citizens because they didn't take a fucking experimental drug. Don't think it's coming. It's already here. They've already. It's already happening in certain states. But here's the thing. Ready? Chuck Schumer wants to change the voting laws. What do you think that if they don't get what they want or the polls look so bad, they won't require vaccination status to vote? Oh, oh, but wait, we can send votes from home, right? Oh, no, they'll get rid of that because it won't fit their agenda at the time. And, right. Because I guarantee you that the the populations that are, uh, that are, uh, how you say, not going to vote blue no matter who, are uh, unvaccinated. Same. Well, statistically, conservatives and people who are black people of color are vaccine hesitant. They're the largest, they're the two largest blocks, right? And people are like, oh, no, they wouldn't do that because then the blacks couldn't vote. All right. First, I know know that the blacks who listen to us are not going to want to hear this, but uh, you're not the largest minority anymore. And... If I could get rid of 50 million Trump supporters from voting in an election at the risk of 11 million unvaccinated black people and lose their vote that way, that's a win-win, just saying. The problem is is that as we look at more polls, people don't trust any candidates. It's fast becoming to the part where I, I kind of like that idea of, of having a uh, just a, a battle royale gladiator and whoever survives can be president for a year. Deathmatch. Yeah. Yep. And, and you know what? We could actually do a service. Ready? Instead okay. of the, the opponents fighting each other, we'll put them in a room, they get a weapon, and the, their opponent doesn't. We'll put a whole bunch of pedophiles in the room and whoever has the highest body count wins two birds one stone we can sit here and sell it on pay-per-view and pay back some of that national debt you know what i'm saying before we ramble down the the world of hunger games which i hope you understand means that if they they actually do something similar to that rednecks will rule the world but um Jokes aside, what worries me is as much as we joke about it, as absurd as it sounds, it's not that far off from the truth anymore. Nope. Like we kept saying, they come up for the kids. And then you sit there and you literally watch them do it. We said that, you know, having gender fluid bathrooms was a bad idea. And then putting them in schools was a bad idea. And then we watch as people get raped in school Why? by another deviant. Twice by the same individual. And we're expected to sit here and, and not show outrage when a gender fluid trans thing decides that they're going to teach their deviant behavior, their sexual preference, their gender bender ideology to preschoolers. I get it. 
It's that show. People are vaccinating people. It's just. It's that quote from Newsroom. We're mad as hell, and we're not going to take it anymore. Uh, That felt so good. Better now? You need some pre-workout or something? I'm Uh, going to get some because this is January. (laughs) And uh, we have more podcasts to record. This one I'm putting out tonight. So we literally, if if we want a pregame for tomorrow and the next day, then we need to sit here and... uh, uh, crank some out. Crank some out. But don't forget tomorrow on YouTube, January seventh, nine p.m. on YouTube and Twitch, Eastern, Eastern, Eastern yeah, time. Eastern time. We will be going live, and we're gonna have an actual show, and then we're gonna have a fuck around and find out session. So where we're going to ask people to just come in and bullshit and shoot the shit with us. It's kind of like a TikTok live with less censorship until we get banned. And again, I'm not backing down from this. I'm going to see how long it takes us to get banned. Apparently, I last longer on YouTube than I do on fucking TikTok. But, you know. Well, I mean, we made it four hours on tick on, on YouTube. You made it three minutes on fucking TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No, fuck it. I am proud of that fact. So, all right. With that being said, I'm Odin. This is Tier. And until next time, see you on another episode of Winter's Call. Going crazy so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller. And all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.